Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it after the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 25, 50, 45. Here goes Davis. Oh, my God. This is going running all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. And tonight, hey, it was BYOG bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit until the last one. Kick is blocked. Kick it to the to the ESPC podcast, where every podcast is a business meeting with a specific purpose and a specific outcome. I have an MBA, securities license, clients net worth, uh, $50 million and above for decades. And what that means to you is, is the same way we pick a stock or an investment, the same way we pick a football game. That's why we have the high percentages. We want to go even higher. Uh, we want to get up to 70 80%. Remember, 52.5% is break-even. 59%, you can live in Vegas doing this. Uh, one of the biggest, uh, if not the biggest, uh, maxim that we use for the podcast from business is that if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's what we have. Uh, we have Chad Nolan, who played college football. He plays professional football. He gives us insight so we can collaborate. Because remember, uh, the Russians don't think we can collaborate with Poland, with with uh, Germany, with France, rest of Europe. They think we can't collaborate. They can think they can beat us. Same thing the Chinese. But capitalism is about collaboration. That's why Chad's helped me pick these games, and now we take it to a step higher and get them all right, get uh, championship week right, bowl week right, and make a lot of money. Uh, what are your first thoughts, Chad, as we get into it tonight? Yeah, I mean, coming off our uh, our best week of the season last week, um, you know, had an eight and two maxion this week, um, kind of yeah. rolled it in, and yeah, I think we're going to kind of keep it rolling into this week. Um, we're definitely picking up steam. Where I think we're going to be the hottest we've been. Um, you know, we're going to finish this year really strong and make up for few of the struggles early on. So, yeah, I feel good about this week. I think we really got, you know, a good 70%, 70% you know, success rate on the board here. Get way up there uh, because we learned from our mistakes. This is the worst I've ever done. So I really want to finish strong. Uh, to use because what happens is that uh, skills you learn sports betting, you can use them in the business world. So I want to be a person that learns from their mistakes. So I want to learn from my mistakes and get uh, up to as close to 80% as possible. Because remember, probability theory, there's 20% luck factor and 80% skill factor. We want to get it right up there to that 80%, uh, especially with college football. Uh, NFL is supposed to be a lot harder, but we didn't really get with NFL. Uh, what's the first conference, first game? Right. Pac-12, let's get it going on. Here we go. First game. Uh Washington State is at Arizona. You got Delora playing his team he played for last year, coming off a big win at UCLA. This game means everything to this guy. 
he is trying to beat Washington State with everything in his being. Right. We like, I like Arizona plus four at home. Uh, talking with some people I got, you know, that I know that right. watched a lot of film on Delora. They really like Delora as a quarterback. They really think he has a lot more talent than Cameron Ward. Um, and we like them to cover four points at home here in this one um, to get over the 63. It's going to be a shootout style game. Definitely. No, yeah, no, I 100% agree with it. Uh, Chad, you're a West Coast guy, even though you played uh, football in the Midwest. You went to high school with a lot of these guys. You've been watching all the games. You hit the hit right on the nail. What's the next game we're going to look at? All right. Next game. Uh, we're going to Stanford at Cal. we got the Bay rivalry game, man. These schools are very close in proximity. Um, you know, I think Stanford really is the more talented team here. You know, it's at Cal. Cal's been struggling, but I think Stanford probably can win this game, so I really like them. You know, we like both like them getting the five points here. Um, I think this is, you know, any – if you look at Stanford this whole year, every game that they've really competed in and won is, have all been low-scoring games. That's how they win. They don't win shootouts. They win low-scoring games. So um, the fact that we like Stanford, I think this game stays under the 46. I think Stanford controls the tempo, um, you know, keeps this low, low, lower-scoring game. Um and that's going to be a real thudded out, you know, just a, a real, real boring, monotonous game. Um, and Stanford can can keep this one close, uh, you know, pull out a win or a close loss and keep it under the 46. 100% agree. Uh, David Shaw, he, he's proven to be a great strategist. Because he beats Notre Dame this year, they could have beat USC. All the big games, David Shaw does a great job of scheming for them. Not now, he did it during spring practice, during summer, and more talent than Cal, which is 100% possible because Cal doesn't, until I guess USC, they, they haven't had an offense. Uh, and their defense is wearing down, and Cal really doesn't care a lot about football. They care more about liberal politics. So let's go with your Stanford Cardinal. What's the next game? All right, next game we're going – USC, UCLA, man, big uh, playoff implications, big Pac-12 championship implications here. Um, and me and Josh both really like the over here. We both bet this one early. I think this is definitely going to be a shootout. Um, but we kind of differ here on the side. Josh likes UCLA plus the three. He bet that early, and I like USC on the money line here. So, Josh, go ahead and uh, tell him why you like UCLA. Uh, man, I, I, I really, he's not a fraud. But, you know, he's going to make a lot of money. If he doesn't do well at USC, he'll be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. But Lincoln Riley, he hasn't proven to me that he can win a, a big game against a decent coach. Alex Grinch is – I think it's a mismatch between Chip Kelly and Alex Grinch. Uh, Caleb Williams came out this week and said that uh, he's from the East Coast. And uh, he doesn't know anything about the rivalry. It's just another game for him. He doesn't care. He's got his money. And Dorian uh, uh, Smith, or Dorian, whatever his name is, quarterback for UCLA, after watching film, said they were going to hang 60 on him. And again, Chip Kelly, uh, he's married to the game of football. He doesn't have a wife. Uh, all he does is watch film. Uh, he's an offensive guy, head coach in the NFL. Uh, man, he's going to score a lot of points. I think it's just too much pressure on that USC defense. Uh, the, you know, one mistake, one interception, one three and out, and UCLA has a huge advantage as a 14-point lead. Because I don't think 
USC will be able to stop uh, the UCLA offense at all. So I like it over. And I actually like UCLA on the money line, too. I can see what the money line I got. I got plus 150. Uh, so I like UCLA on the money line. Uh, Chip Kelly over Alex Grant and over um, Lincoln Riley. And plus, you remember, USC is missing uh, three of their top offensive guys. And uh, USC lost to Utah. And I think uh, UCLA beat Utah. UCLA has a better roster than Utah. Any rebuttal to that? Uh, oh, man. It's going to be a crazy one. It's going to be fun. I think USC is going to pull it out, man, in crazy fashion. Um, I really, really think that uh, the Pac-12, uh, you know, they want a team in the playoff. Right. Um, UCLA has two losses. I think USC gets the calls in this game. I do. I think they get a little couple – little automatic first down here, holding here. Um, I think the Pac-12 knows that USC, they need, um, you know, that them to win out at this point. Um, you know, if they become a two-loss team uh, with UCLA and if Utah wins and Oregon becomes a two-loss team, the Pac-12 is done again. They're not going to get a team in the playoff. Uh, the league knows that. That's why I think USC will get the calls here that will help them win this game and cover the money line. Right. Uh, but don't you think – I think that the, the league hates USC for leaving, and they kind of calculated – they're the both USC. leaving though, right? Yeah, they're both leaving, and yes. I don't think there's that advantage there. I think it's equal. I mean, they're both leaving. Yeah, not at one yeah, early, they, not yeah, the other. They calculated that they're going to lose to Notre Dame or either in the Pac-12 championship game to Oregon because their defense is just not strong at all. So, I I kind of don't see USC is not the kind of person you like to help. You know, right? <laughs> it's like the yeah. A rich guy asking you for a quarter. You know, you know. All right, let's go on. Next game. Sure. Here we go. Uh, Colorado, Washington, a game we agree on, man. We both like Washington at home to cover the the 31. And this one to go over the 63. Washington might score 63 points here by themselves. Michael Penix in some Heisman talk. Colorado is a stat game for everyone in the Pac-12 right now. They are running it up. What Michael Penix is going to use this as a Heisman. Look at me, throw it over, throw for 500 yards. Right. Um, definitely like you know, what Washington to be the really just terrible Colorado team here and blow them out. And um, this one to go over the 63. Yeah, I think you're going to start seeing the blowouts of, and we'll see one in the in the Big Ten where the coaches going to leaving. It's now recruiting season's kind of started because of the early signing period. Uh, and the coaches don't know where they're going to be. So they're not even recruiting for Colorado. The players are going to hit the portal, uh, complete disaster. Uh, Washington at home after a big win, they're going to score a lot of points. Uh, so minus 31 over 63. Yep. All right, next game. We do differ on the side, but we agree on the total. Um I like Utah at Oregon. I think Utah, man, they owned Oregon twice last year, dominated and wasn't even close. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think Bo Nix being banged up right now. I think Utah's got their number. Um, and I just think with a banged up Bo Nix, uh, I like Utah here. and I, But I, I do think this goes over the 60. I think, you know, both teams will – We'll be able to score. We'll both be able to run the ball on each other. I think you know the, it'll it'll be a high tempo up and down the field a little bit. 
Uh, but I like Utah to pull out the win on the money line and this one to go over the 60. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, uh, corporate governance, right? Fundamental analysis. People have gotten rich doing that. Not technical analysis. And main ten- tenant of fundamental analysis is corporate governance. And Willingham's been a great coach over there for Washington. But I really like, I think he's really smart. And any head coach of Oregon, uh, regardless of Bo Nix being banged up, if he's going to be in there, he can throw it. Uh, Utah hasn't stopped anybody in a couple of years. Oregon has a better roster. And they just, after losing last week, I kind of see a return to the mean with them and then uh, squeaking out a close game. It is going to be close. It is going to go be back and forth. Uh, Utah against really good teams against Ohio State. The game went way over. Uh, the game went way over against UCLA. game went way over uh, USC. So I see that, you know, against a legit offensive guys, Utah's giving up a lot of points. So I see that happening in this way. And just Oregon just has more players than Utah at this point. So give me the Oregon Ducks. The money line, minus 150, over 61. But, Chad, uh, picks games just as good as I do. Like Utah uh, in the under 61. I think he is wrong on the under 61. The Utah game. No, I'm going over. I'm on the over. I switched. Okay, got you. I'm with you on the over. We only are disagreeing on the side right so people right. listening sometimes they have the advantage you can be okay they disagree on the side let me just pick their over <laughs> and enjoy the game making money watching football all right well jumping over to the acc uh i did not pick this game i said off this one but josh likes louisiana plus 24 uh under 52 yes uh louisiana you, you know never went blind you never watched but teams you haven't watched it. Louisiana has those legit offensive linemen uh, recruited by the coaches over there at Florida. I'll get his name in a second. Uh, he he recruited really big guys. And he got like two guys in the NFL every year. So uh, I see them controlling the game against Florida State. Florida State has Florida next week. Uh, they want to take a break. Have uh, you know they think they can beat uh, Louisiana by playing their backups and keeping the game under control that way uh, and keeping their guys fresh for the Florida game next week. So uh, I like Louisiana to control the ball, running the ball a lot, uh, and covering the twenty-four points and keeping this game uh, under the fifty-two. Because both teams are, it's going to be just the philosophy of both coaches. Uh, Florida State thinks they can win comfortably with their backups, and they will, but not cover the twenty-four points. Right. What's the next game? Uh, Next game, I didn't pick this one either. This is one you picked. This is one of yours. Uh, Liberty minus nine and a half at home against Virginia Tech, under forty-six and a half. Right. Uh, You had that tragedy in Virginia, right? Virginia Tech had people get shot. Three guys got shot at Virginia. Uh, so it's kind of hanging over their heads. Uh, they played poorly all year. And, again, uh, recruiting time has started. So Virginia Tech coaches are focused on getting better players for next year. Uh, 
versus game planning for Liberty. Uh, they ask, uh, who freeze? Hugh Freeze beat Nick Satan twice. He's a great coach. He pulled up a big upset over Arkansas this year. Um, they're coming off a bad loss. I think they're just going to get uh, open up on Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech has a good defense. That's why this game will stay under. Billy Napier. Billy Napier. He's the head coach of Florida, making $7 million a year. He was a coach at Louisiana. They coached up those offensive linemen we're betting on tomorrow. So Liberty, right. minus nine, under 47. Hugh Freeze, who might be the head coach at Auburn pretty soon. Next game, we like your Pittsburgh Panthers at home against Duke. I'm the Duke expert. Yes, sir. I, I had the highest Duke betting percentage in the nation. Yes. 90% Duke games. Right. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, Pitt, their defense last week against Virginia looked awesome. Um, they're going to get after the passer here, Riley Leonard. They're going to they're gonna struggle. They're going to be kept at bay. I think Pittsburgh wins this game by the touchdown. Um, just got a lot more talent there. And uh, that this one stays under the 49 and a half. That uh, Pitt will be able to control the game here, run the ball. Uh, this will, you know, be a lower scoring game. Uh, I, I just don't think that uh, Duke's going to be able to just keep up with with, uh, with Pitt in the in four quarters of this game after a long season being worn down. They just don't have the depth that Pitt has. No, 100% agree. And then, again, corporate governance coaching. Narducey is a great coach. He does everything by the book. And part of by the book is uh, playing your best football at the end of the season. So that's what he has dialed up. That's what he has planned. And I 100% agree with Chad on this pick. Next, next game. Making them money. Bet every game individually and make a ton of money. Next game, Boston College at Notre Dame. And we both like Boston College here plus the 21. Um, just, geez, it's a lot of points. Boston College coming off a big win at NC State, um, who I think is better than Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame has been a team that's been hot and cold all year. Um, not a team that's really designed to cover big numbers with their style of play. Um, definitely think, you know, with especially with a low total here as well, I think Boston College can cover this one, and I think this total is just too low. 42 and a half. I think both teams will be able to score enough points here. You know, we, we talked about this trend in our NFL bets, a lot of overs this week. Um, you know, the weather's coming in. A lot of people are kind of blindly betting these unders at this time of year. Um, these, these numbers have come down to 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 just just be too low. So, yeah, we I, we like BC plus 21 at Notre Dame and think this one gets over 42 and a half. No, 100%. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I think his name is – Coach Effley, uh, and he, he does a great job coaching. He's a coach at Ohio State. Uh, and, again, you want to play your best football at the end. For him, he doesn't want to get fired. So I, it's kind of maybe catching people napping if they haven't been following BC. But they had a big game last week. So I figure they'll kicker uh, the momentum. They'll have momentum going into this. Their problem has been stamina. And at this point in the season, everybody's problem is stamina and players. So I like the over 43, uh, BC plus 21. Next game, Chad. Next game, Clemson at home against Miami. We hear we like Clemson minus the 19, and this one to get over the 48 points. 
Um, you know, Miami's just been a terrible team this year. Uh, Clemson at home, man, they should be able to, you know, to, to just dominate them here and uh, get this one over the 48. What do you think, yeah. Josh? Again, uh, like Narduzzi, that was sweet. You know, won a couple of national titles. He uh, has a plan for the season, just teams that he knows he has to uh, beat for recruiting. So he wants to get a couple of Miami guys. Anybody in, in the ACC or anybody in the South, you have to be able to recruit the city of Miami well. And since he's not going heavy into that NIL, he wants to be able to go into Miami and say, hey, we blew out the Hurricanes again. Come to Clemson. We'll get you an education. We'll get you in the NFL. All right. Uh, that's his pitch. He does that by beating Miami. So he's going to make sure he covers in this. Uh, I like both quarterbacks for Clemson. There's going to be different game plans, the end of the season game plans for Clemson, as they have to win big and then blow out whoever they play in the ACC championship to get a chance at the playoffs. They have to blow people out because they have that loss to Notre Dame. Good to take time. Yep. I like it, man. Next game, we're at North Carolina. Um, Georgia Tech at North Carolina. We both agreed North Carolina minus a 21. Um, Josh likes the under in this one. I was kind of leaning over. Um, but tell us why you like the uh, the under, Josh. See if you can go ahead and convince me. Corporate governance, right? I've been watching Mac Brown my whole life. Uh, this is a game that he wants to control. Uh, he's probably going to be in the ACC championship game. Uh he uh, has a great offense, horrible defense. And because their defense is horrible, he wants to protect them for the ACC championship game. Remember, his defensive coordinator is Gene Shizik, won a national title as a head coach when he had, when he paid for uh, Cam Newton, right? And he goes Malzahn with his offensive coordinator. Rhett Lashley was his quarterback coach. So, uh, Good old Gene Shizik will keep this game uh, under for us, and they're going to score a lot of points. Uh, they're trying to hype that kid up, May or whatever, for the Heisman. I don't think so. I think your brother Chance is a better quarterback than he is. Uh, but what we want to do is watch this game, uh, watch parts of it. Have, I'll have three TV uh, three TVs going. Uh, what I'm watching, I want to enjoy it. And for me, joy watching this game is – uh, North Carolina, minus 21, under the total. Our last game, Syracuse at Wake Forest. Um, we both agree on the total, which is, what do we agree on? It is the... Under 57, yep. Definitely like this one to be under. Um, you know, as Syracuse will, will you know, be able to dictate a little bit of tempo here. Um, you know, I was on Wake Forest minus the nine. Josh likes the plus 10. I'm kind of leaning on maybe change my pick here to go with Josh. So tell us why you like Syracuse plus 10, Josh. They got just as good a roster as Wake Forest. Uh, they lost to him last year. Dino Beavers won the uh, MAC title with Bowling Green. So he knows how to strategize, knows how to coach. His team is not as good as the record is. Syracuse is not. A seven and four, six and fourteen. He's just uh, did a great job scheming this year. Uh, Wake Forest again. They have a lot of uh, six-year seniors, five-year seniors. They're not good. They're just experienced. 
and they're, and they're breaking down because Wake Forest is a hard school to get into. They're like Stanford, uh, like Notre Dame, uh, you know, like an Ivy League school, tough to get into. So they don't you have a lot of players. That's why they have to develop a lot. And they have the super senior six-year guys. Uh, Syracuse will be able to match them. And Syracuse uh, wants to get a win now, uh, like everybody does. But they uh, wanted to go a higher-level ball game. They've lost four games in a row. So I look for a little bit of return to the mean. And uh, Coach Beavers to scheme up a, a close loss probably. Uh, what do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I, I like it. Um, I'm with you. Let's go. I'm hopping over to the Big 12 now. Um, we got first game Texas at Kansas. And here we like Texas minus nine. Um, and this one to go over the 63 and a half. Um, you know, Texas team still playing for the Big 12 championship. Um, you know, they got to come in here and, and, and can't mess around. Got to win this game, keep pace. Um, you know, they're they're still in contention here to win the Big 12 championship. And Kansas, uh, a team that scored, scored points in every game, and Texas does have a good defense, but I think te- Kansas will still score enough here to get this one to go over. Um, and Texas will, you know, handle this game by two touchdowns. 100% uh, agree. Lance Leopold. Uh, he's kind of like Dino Beavers, that he does uh, more with less. Uh, and Kansas is not as good as that. Kansas is usually like one in ten, or you know one in eleven, two in ten. He's six and four. He's done a great job. Uh, these guys are playing over their heads, but at this point they're playing against all these five stars, all these blue bloods, and uh, Gary Patterson is helping. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian do with the X's and O's. Sarkeesian is good with the Jimmy's and Joe's recruiting. He sucks at X's and O's. So Gary Patterson is going to help him out. Uh, and just Kansas is running out of players, bottom line. That's really what it's going to boil down to. And Texas has more legit players on their roster uh, to get this win late in the second half. So kind of look at a Texas second half line as well. Next game, TCU at Baylor. Man, TCU's got an undefeated season here. I don't see him losing it at Baylor. I like TCU on the money line to go ahead and continue the season undefeated. What do you think, Josh? I 100% agree. I, I like the under 57 because of uh, Dave Aranda and, you know, being able to uh, stop that air rate a little bit. But, yeah, I, I like TCU a lot. And uh, for whatever reason, you're like 100% on Baylor games. So whatever you say on Baylor games, let's do chat. <laughs> All right. Next game, West Virginia plus eight over 54. Uh, West Virginia at home. Once again, they beat Oklahoma as an eight-point dog last week. They're eight-point dog at home again this week. Uh, I think, you know, they can get it going, man. Daniels is out, but that backup quarterback for West Virginia rushed for about 185 yards. It looked like Taysom Hill out there, junior. Um Maybe throw it a little better. I like West Virginia here. I think they can cover this eight points. Um, yeah, and get this one. We're going over, right? Right. Let me see. Oh, over the fifty-four. Yeah. Over this 54. one to go over the fifty-four. Just a little low for this game. You know, I think both teams will will be able to score in this one. I hundred percent agree. 
it's not the house's money, it's our money. We've made a lot of money with these big full overs like before. I thought Vegas was going to adjust. They have not adjusted. So, uh, man, you guys have it right. And then, again, Kansas State, the same way as Kansas, same way as Syracuse. They have a great coach who's won at the lower divisions with a lot less talent. And, man, Kansas State is not really a 7-3 team. It's a great coach uh, having them play over their heads, but it's getting late in the season. They're running out of players. They're at West Virginia. Uh, that's going to make a big difference. Coming off a big win against Baylor, you can only get your team up for three games a season. They got them up for Baylor. They have to chill against West Virginia, rest their starters so they can win the in-state rivalry next week against Kansas. Maybe up next game, Iowa State at home against Texas Tech. Um, man, they've kind of been a struggling struggling team, so – we don't like them with the, with, with the points here, but Iowa State on the money line to get the win at home, um, you know, on senior day. Uh, and then this one to say under the 48. I mean, Iowa State's undefeated to the under in Big 12 play, and we've bet every one of those. Yes, sir. Uh, we made a lot of money. They saved us this year to make sure we make really good money watching uh, these games. Uh, senior day means a lot because they really graduate their seniors at Iowa State. Some of these guys are six-year seniors. Uh, Matt Cavill, great coach. Uh, bet that, man. We know what we're talking about. What's the next game? Bedlam. Next game is Bedlam. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Uh, getting eight points, man. I think that's too many points in a rivalry game. Right. Uh, Gundy will, will get it going. Um, and you know, I just think with it's going to come under the 67. Oklahoma State's been having just a little bit of quarterback issues. Uh, they're probably going to play a lower scoring game, lower style. You know, Venables is a defensive guy at Oklahoma. I think this is a very big rivalry game that that tends to keep it a little bit lower scoring. And 67 seems a little high for this one. Especially if you live in the past, you die in the past. They're thinking about the old school. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, uh, they haven't been that good with uh, Sanders. Sanders never thought it was good. Every time somebody says he's good, I'm like, who? The Sanders guy? And he hasn't been good. But uh, Oklahoma, Benables fired Mullet Head's brother, who was the uh, receiver's coach. So there's a grudge there. He's been saving plays uh, for this game. Uh, Oklahoma's leaving for the SEC. They've had a lot of words with uh, the head coach. Let me, I call him Mullerhead, but let me get this man's name. Uh, well, Mullerhead is pissed about it. Gundy. Gundy. Kale Gundy. Gundy was his brother. This guy is, uh, let's see. Yeah, but anyways, he, he's been vocal about being pissed that Oklahoma's leaving. For the SEC, so he's saving plays for the he saves plays for this game anyway. His name is Mike Gundy, uh, so he he lost his brother, uh, you know, probably a million dollars in salary because he coached there for twenty years. He's making five hundred thousand dollars a year, so he's pissed. Uh, the brother knows a lot about Oklahoma, so he's going to give him a lot for that game plan. Uh, what's that money line? I'm talking myself into the money line with that game. What's the money line? Because I'm pretty. Mm -hmm. sure Give me 10 seconds, I'll tell you. He's uh 
he's more experienced than uh, Brent Benables, who's always been a coordinator. Uh, he seems plus, like a really good guy. Plus, two, plus 235. All right. So, ooh, that's good money. That's a good plus 235 on your – I rarely pick uh, money line plus numbers like this to bet your equal unit, what you usually bet. But, yeah, bet – but you bet on games equally and put uh, good money on plus 235. It is a coaching mismatch. This guy's coached for 20 years. This is Brent Venable's first year as a trigger guy without his players. And he has done horribly. So, All right. All right, Josh, we got 10 minutes. We got a rapid fire SEC Big Ten. Well, you got it. First uh, game, you like uh, – this is your pick. You like UMass – at Texas A&M, plus the 33 and a half. And this one, uh, un, you get the spreadsheet pulled up, uh, under 47. Yeah, I like, I like UMass in this situation. Dan Brown, defensive coordinator, uh, under the 47. Uh, Texas A&M hasn't beat anybody this year. Uh, they lost Appalachian State. They're on a long losing streak. Again, it's recruiting season, uh, getting that NIL money out and getting prepared for next year. Uh, I'll go fast through the SEC here. Uh, I like Auburn in this situation on the money line. Uh, Western Kentucky is going to be a little bit overmatched. Uh, Cardinal Williams, Cadillac Williams, has that team going as an interim coach. And I like the under 55. I think that's way too many points uh, for a good Auburn defense. They're going to shut down. The high-powered Western Kentucky offense, but against lesser talent, uh, and they'll get ready for the Iron Bowl. Kentucky plus twenty-two against Georgia. Georgia has bigger fish to fry. Uh, it's going to be a tough physical running game. It's going to be very, very cold. Uh, they're going to out-tough each other. Uh, but Kirby Smart's going to have his team. They're going to win, uh, and it's going to be under the fifty-five. But Kentucky with Rodriguez. We'll be able to run the ball well and make us money plus 22. Uh, I like Lane Kiffin on the money line, uh, coming off a loss, going ahead and taking care of business against a very, very beat up Arkansas team. Uh, and look for this game to be under 66 as Jackson Dart. They're not letting him throw a lot. Uh, it's going to keep this game under. And Arkansas has to protect the defense, has to keep this game under has to keep it under control because they're running out of players. But what they want to do is I think pay tight rotations in this game and then beat Missouri next week to become bowl eligible. Uh, Beamer ball, Beamer ball against Tennessee. Uh, you're going to see them get a couple of special teams touchdown. This is their last home game. Uh, Tennessee more beatable than Clemson for them next week. Uh, Tennessee, uh, had their blowout last week. They haven't, other than that LSU game, uh, they really haven't been world beaters on the road. Uh, Pittsburgh almost beat them. Uh, so uh, I like South Carolina not to win or anything, but not to get beat by 21 points. Uh, and I think the South Carolina is going to game plan Tennessee to keep the game under control and cover at home. People have been drinking all day while this game starts. Uh, I like Missouri, minus a 29, over 46. I don't know how their coach got an extension, but he did. Uh, 
New Mexico State. They actually done great. Coach uh, Krill done a great job with zero talent on this team to be able to squeeze four wins. Uh, but they're not playing Lamar or UMass. Missouri's going to put a lot of points on them. Missouri's going to get a lot of frustrations out. Uh, they've had a few bad losses this year. Uh, their offense needs to get in gear, and they got blown out by Tennessee last week. So I like them to return the favor against New Mexico State, cover 29, over 46. Uh, UAB is a great program. University of Alabama, Birmingham. They got interim coach. Uh, who knows if they're going to keep them? They're five and five. They have a lot of talent on there. LSU, very calculating. Uh, coach Kelly never really blows teams out. Uh, he keeps. As he's secret guy. He used to be in the government. So he keeps everything in the secret. Also, he's a great strategist. He won at the lower levels. Uh, they'll beat UAB. They're not going to get upset by him. But then they're going to beat him by a lot. They're going to rest all their guys because they have Texas A&M and then Georgia in the SEC championship game. So, yeah, yeah it's almost like an exhibition game for them as we go into the Big Ten. Any objections to those? Jack? Yeah, one, one game we missed uh, that I like here, Florida minus 14 at Vandy. I think Florida can handle Vandy in this game. Um, and this one stays under the 57 and a half. I, I do like this one a lot here with Florida. I think Florida's going to really smack them, and, and this will be, be an under game. Right. Uh, Vanderbilt won the first SEC game in a long time. Last week, this week, uh, in Gainesville, Again, Coach Napier is a great coach. Uh, has Florida playing a lot better as the season goes along. So look for them and AR-15, Anthony Richardson, to blow out Vandy in this situation. All right? All right. Big Ten. I know we disagree in this game. I like uh, Big Blue minus 17 over Illinois. Uh, Wisconsin minus 10 over 40. Nebraska plus 18 over 44. Michigan State minus nine under 47 and a half. Maryland plus 27 over 62 and a half. Rutgers plus 19. Fiano, corporate governance, ex NFL coach, friends with Belichi, plus 19 under 45 and a half. Row your boat. Big game for them. Big yep. grudge. Big grudge for them. Row your boat. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Any objections? I know you have an objection when it comes to. You know, I'm with you on every game. I'm with you. Row your boat. Money line over 32 and a half. I love that. I love Greg Schiano on the plus 19, under 45 and a half. Uh, I'm with you. Maryland plus the 27 over uh, the 62 and a half. I love Michigan State minus the 10. I think that game stays under the, the 48. Uh, Purdue minus 17. We agree on over the 44. Um, I, I'm going to – I was going Nebraska, but I'm going to agree with you. Wisconsin minus the 10 over the 40 and a half. Um, and then I'm with you on the Illinois-Michigan over. But, yeah, we only one we disagree on. I like the Illini plus 17 and a half. The Illini. And why do you like the Illini real quick? Um, you know, I just – I think they're just balanced enough team here that, and they have enough weapons. They got a couple big body receivers. They got a really good tailback. They got a couple guys with some speed. They've been able to generate offense all year. And I just think that they'll be able to generate offense in this game, which won't be too high scoring. You know, it does, it's going to get over the 41, but it's probably going to be around 50 um, the total wise. And I just think that, 
Illinois will be able to score, you know, 14, 17 points. You know, I think this will be like a 31 to 17 game, you know. Michigan wins by 14, 31, 17, it goes over. Right. And I just think that Illinois is running out of players. They're on a long losing streak. And uh, Michigan's defense getting ready for Ohio State's not going to let them score. Yeah. And then the Nebraska thing is that their coaches are checked out, man. Right? They can't recruit, right? Because I'm, I'm on Wisconsin with you. We don't disagree on that. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I'm try, right. I, switched, I switched my pick. Oh, nice, nice. So the American is, you guys always like Navy. I like him too. Plus 16 over 53 against you can't finish. East Carolina, one of the best underrated teams this year. Uh, they should have won more games than they did. Houston's kind of overrated in this situation. Give them, give me East Carolina Pirates minus the six under 68. That's crazy. 68 is crazy. Uh, thinking about Houston in the past. And then Temple. Temple, coach, I'm very impressed with the, the way uh, coach has kept his team together and has had him playing better late. Uh, Cincinnati South makes fights. Cincinnati's uh, waiting for uh, the, the the AAC championship game. All right. So they're not going to show too much uh, under 51. Any objections, Chad? And, uh, and final, words, final words as we wrap up week, uh, I believe it's 12. Crazy. Yeah, man. Let's wake up in the morning and get to it, man. It's going to be a long day, a long, exciting day, and let's make some money and enjoy ourselves watching some football. Absolutely. Information overload, man. Uh, you do not have to pay action sports a thousand dollars. We'll give you a thousand dollars for value. Uh, when you get one, you you always get ten back. Uh, it's always better to give than to get. That's why Winston Churchill said, You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you live. Thank you for listening to the ESPC podcast. That's why Shit in the world. That's why I'm wearing the shoes.